Hello and welcome to another episode of Crystal Myth Podcast. I've been ill for a week, so Mark was ill and then I got ill. That's the joys of living in fucking Scotland where <laughs> no winter time. That is always cold. You just and have no door and I have no roof. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's cold and we're both sodden wet. I've got, I had a hole in my roof as well. Jesus, guys, think that Scotland was like some sort of ramshackle country where nobody, everyone lives in fucking little cottages and shacks or something, <laughs> leaky roofs and no doors. I mean, I kind of do live in an ancient shack. I also, which <laughs> I've not seen your house. <laughs> no, you do have to come see my my newest house. My newest house, like I've got a fucking collection of them. Like the one of them fucking... you've not seen yet. There's <laughs> so many houses, and each of them are falling to pieces. Um, the meth child told the the roof man when he came um that the reason the hole was so big was what i'm about to tell you and all our listeners because i obviously wasn't going to tell him this because it seemed like an idiot so the bit of roof where it is is flat roof and it obviously dipped down where the the little hole was because it was getting wet round about it and i was like <laughs> do you think of a bit of flat palm on it because i've got quite big hands that i could like push it up and pop it out the way <laughs> and my whole arm went through the roof <laughs> <laughs> like alice in wonderland Hey, that reminds me of a scene in Troll 2, which is uh, the movie that we're reviewing. One of the greatest movies movies that we're reviewing. I know, I was so surprised. Like, because I'd only ever seen that viral um, clip that was going around YouTube of the, uh, you know, the guy saying, like I said in the last episode, I I got it wrong though. The quote, it was um, even the things he said before that were amazing. (laughs) But anyway, he goes. Um, he goes, they're eating her, and then they're gonna eat me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it goes on and on like that for, for a while. <laughs> and and the greatest actor in that scene was a fly that lands on his forehead. <laughs> Did you see it? It's actually on the t-shirt that I bought because I was so inspired by that scene. I had to go and I had to get the t-shirt. It was amazing. And it's got the fly on his head. One of the best scenes in any give, film ever. Give that fly an Oscar. Yeah, Troll 2, which has got absolutely nothing to do with Troll 1, by the way, I found out. <laughs> if you've seen Troll 1, it's definitely not a sequel to Troll, uh, yeah, to that movie. I've not it, seen Troll 1. There's not one, even Trolls yeah. in it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I feel one of the clear things that made it not related to the first one is, I guess, the first one had Trolls. Yeah, it has this one, one doesn't. Yeah, this one has goblins, um, which we'll get around to. But like, uh, so <laughs> just, it wasn't what I expected at all. Like, because I'd heard about this film because there's a documentary called the worst best the best worst movie, and it's a whole like two hour documentary about the making of the film and how it became a cult hit and stuff. Which I'm going to get around to. I think I watched a little bit of it ages ago on Netflix, but um. I'll try and find it and watch it. I think you should watch it as well, Mark. We're about I'm big definitely going to watch it. I like because it, love this film. Yeah, and it's it's uh, the guy who hosts it is the wee boy in the movie. Oh, Grandpa, what's his name? Grandpa Seth. Grandpa Seth. Which is what the movie opens with. No, the movie opens. Right. Okay. So the movie was made in 1990. So that's the kind of like age i don't know i, I was what is back. the opening supposed to be a parody of the princess bride well that's what i thought i was like what the fuck's going on here this is like the princess bride because it's just the same with like instead of peter falk and little 
guy from the Wonder Years. Uh, what's that guy's name? Fuck it. It's so the wee guy from the Wonder Years, and um, it's this Grandpa Seth guy. <laughs> I don't know. He's just he's named also the one. guy that the movie opens with, who isn't actually a character in the film. Ailey. It's called Peter as well, and that's what the wee boy's called in The Princess Bride, isn't he? I have no idea. I can't remember. I'm not going to The bit is the voiceover started with Grandpa Seth before I realised that it was like Princess Bride he set up. Yeah, so it it opens up. Peter's running through the woods, and he said, like, there was once a silly little boy called Peter, and it's like a 25-year-old buff guy. And it was like... like a pedophile hat. You know, like a Peter Pan hat. Yes. And then, like, it, it, then the music starts. What did you think of that? It's, like, the most inappropriate music ever, like, for that scene. It's like he's skipping through the woods, well, he's running uh, through the woods, and then there's these ridiculous... I wrote wacky good fun time start music, so I think that tells you what I thought about the music. I thought it sounded like, you know, the kind of shitty music you would get on an 8-bit video game? Yes. It sounded a bit like that. Like, but it, the music was just all done on a synthesizer keyboard thing <laughs> for the entire movie. Which, fair enough. I mean, I think one of it was an actual demo. You remember you used to have a demo on your keyboard? <laughs> it was just yes. a demo sped Maybe up. Maybe that is what they were doing. But it was just like so, like, it, it's supposed to be like a, a sort of fairy tale, like horror fairy tale thing opening with a guy who's <laughs> like fairy. Who's <laughs> Probably 30, but is apparently a wee boy. And then even <laughs> being a wee boy, if he was a wee boy, is confusing because then he falls in a ditch and knocks no, himself out. he doesn't out. fall, Mark. He does have a spectacular tumble. Like, he does have a forward roll. He spectacularly tumbles into a ditch, knocks himself out, yeah, and then is woken happens. up by a beauty oh, of the woods. With really bad face. <laughs> and then she gets him to drink. The most disgusting looking thing I've ever yeah. seen. Which I feel is important throughout the film that I'm like, that doesn't look like you should be consuming it very clearly. But to be fair, he's semi-concussed. And right. then, um, so if you were semi-concussed and you saw a woman with like badly drawn freckles on her face. <laughs> the badly drawn freckles are great, to be fair. Yeah. Um, and she offered you a bowl of what looked like the slime that they used to put on, like, put on people's heads in Nickelodeon or Get Your Own Back. Remember that show? Fuck, I hated I that show. Benson Phillips or what's Benson J Phillips or something his name was. Dave Benson Phillips. Oh fuck's sake! Oh, poor, oh slap my arse! I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I besmirch the greatest TV host of children's television, Dave Benson Phillips? <laughs> anyway, um. He still goes around student unions doing Get Your Own Back and stuff, but I don't know how much longer he can do that because I don't think the next generation even know what that show is. No, which is sad because I don't think he's a paedophile in that scene. Oh, my God. He'll do TV presenters when we were younger. Um, well, I suppose the only paedophiles... Well, there was Rolf Harris, and then we're going on a wee bit of a tangent here. <laughs> Rolf Talk Harris, Jimmy Savile. Rolf Harris, which I didn't believe... Arguably not a paedophile, but... Philip Schofield, but definitely shouldn't shag 16-year-olds when you're in your 50s. I always said that Schofield was gay. I always said he was. Um, Ian, who was like the campy gay guy that I knew in school, 
um, he it refused to believe me. And I was like, how the fuck do you not know that he's gay? <laughs> he refused to believe you. He yeah. would not listen to your lessons on Philip Schofield. No. And again, once again, I was right. I was right about fucking Stephen Gately from Boys On. I was like to my sister, why do you worship him? He's clearly gay. And he was. So. I mean, people not saying. know Stephen Gately from Boys On was gay is weird because he's like very, or was very, Extremely very. gay. Yeah, like very camp. Yeah, um, I think it's just because he was the, considered the pretty boy in the band and he was safe for girls, you know, how they always go for that kind of thing. Whereas maybe nowadays, do they go for the bad boys or is Harry Styles sort of like one of those types? I'm not saying he's gay, but I'm just saying like, oh, we should get back to Troll too. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's carry on talking about it. Let's ignore Harry Styles. <laughs> Peter's yeah. a bitch. Freckles Peter, is trying right. to run him. So she what happened here? Mm-hmm. Then the coming up the next start coming thing. down his like his head, and then he starts to turn into part plant. Oh yeah, yeah. Grandpa says said he, he turns into part plant, part man, so that they can eat him. And I'm thinking, well, if they don't eat meat, why the fuck do they not just eat vegetables? Why do they have to fucking kill people? You missed the back half of the quote, Leslie, which is what? the greatest quote okay. of all time. Go on. <laughs> so that they can eat him with a veracity that has no equal on earth. That made me laugh hysterically. <laughs> but the, the 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 writing in this movie is so confusing, right? Because it was written by Italians and they didn't speak very good English, so their English translation isn't quite great. So like, I'm like, what the fuck? But they were like, the actors were like, well, let us just can we just improvise and make it make more sense? And they were like, no, you have to read it out exactly, exactly how it's written. Which they were right to do, because again, many points through the film, I wrote the exact lines down because I was like, these lines are so deranged that they're making. Yeah. I'm trying to find this line, because um, there's loads of quotes. I mean, it's so quotable, this movie, where he's talking to the wee boy. And I mean, at this point, we're assuming that, you know, like he is actually there. Spoiler, he's not. We're going to find that out in just a second. Yeah. A lot happens in the first like three minutes of the film. Yeah, he's, he says, his son says something to him uh, about, oh, I don't know, when he's talk, talking about the story and then he's like, yeah, they can actually, uh, they are real, goblins are real, but he was, what was he said? Try to find it. Anyway, I could paraphrase it, but there's nothing like Stonehenge, oh my God. I realise that the next quote I've got written Oh, no, here it is, great. I found it. Sorry, Mark, right. So, Seth is Grandpa Seth, right, the old guy, he's in a rocking chair. He goes, these evil creatures can transform themselves into fleas and blood people whenever and however they want. What? (laughs) (laughs) Joshua, this is a wee boy's grandson, he says, you're making a mistake, Grandpa. Who said they can? You should have said they could. Or what kind of fairy tale is it? And I'm really confused at this point because I'm like, what does he mean by that? And Seth goes, they can, they can. Goblins still exist. Your grandpa Seth is telling you. <laughs> I don't understand what any of that means. Can you? I only wrote down a small bit of that quote because I wrote down in right. quote marks, your grandpa Seth is unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> and possibly a pedophile. <laughs> and possibly a pedophile. It did have big pedophiles for the first I think before you establish, <laughs> then the mum, we should cover it. So the mum comes into the room. <laughs> she 
and asks the wee boy why he's still up. And he says, Grandpa Seth is just reading me a story. And it pans to the chair and Grandpa Seth's not there anymore by the open window. And yeah, I was like, yeah, the rocks are still moving. Ghost or is he a (laughs) window? Turns out ghost. (laughs) No, because the boy stops himself because he goes like that and covers his mouth as if he's like, that's not the first time he's done that. <laughs> and then his mum goes up to him and says, look, you need to stop doing this. Your grandpa died six months ago. You were at his funeral. <laughs> Actually, she says, your grandpa died six months ago. You <laughs> were at his funeral because she is the worst actress I've ever seen in anything. <laughs> Although, again, she deserves 10 out of 10 because her inability to act in a film <laughs> makes mean, it way more entertaining. To be fair, right, to her, they were told, they weren't told any of the context of the scenes or anything <laughs> while they were reading them, so they had no idea what actually they were supposed to be acting for or what their motivation was. They just had to read the script. <laughs> That does make more sense. She goes, I know it was very difficult for you. And this is one of the most bizarre lines ever. It was also very difficult for your father and for Holly and for me, his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Sorry, I didn't know that you were his daughter. (laughs) But I like it. (laughs) Or some would have known that. But also the order in which she put things, you're like, you, so in your head, is youngest grandchild. Your dad, so in my head, I'm like, his son. And then yeah. your sister and me, his daughter. Like, <laughs> why, why was it more difficult for your husband than you when your dad died? And then she says something else really stupid. Like, she goes, um, although we have to keep him in my in our hearts, you have to, like, exp- like expel him from, eliminate him from your mind. Well... Okay. <laughs> like, and how do they eliminate so them from minds, which they don't do? No. We find out that they're organising to go on a holiday. I've written this. Oh, yeah. I've, I've summarised an explanation because it really confused me. So they've organised to go on a holiday. The holiday is going to last for at least a month. And they're yeah. doing this so that they can all get over Grandpa Seth's death, which <laughs> happened six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she goes into her other child's room who's like that and it's such a funny scene as well because she's like the point of view we're looking sort of down on her and she's wearing like a really revealing workout like almost 80s well I suppose it would be for the 90s you know like the high cut hip is it the high cut lined um unitard thing and she's working out with like the flimsiest weights but then it sort of like keeps cutting into like shots, quick shots of like <laughs> Tom Cruise and like <laughs> all these different posters and weird shit on her. Like, yes, I get it. It's a teenage girl's room. Okay. I was disappointed because of her working out. I was going to be like, right, she's going to be some sort of cool, like techno shit, beefcake mm-hmm. girl. And then that was completely irrelevant. <laughs> she, there's no implication from that point that she yeah. is in any way strong or also, like, did you notice in the boys' room, Joshua's room, bedroom, I noticed he had a really cool poster of the Joker, but he also had Superman, um, and he had, like, flags of every football team there was. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, okay. Um, and he also had a Tasmanian devil. It actually was so nostalgic to me, because it's like, that's like my childhood. 
basically. Not that I had all that on my wall or anything, but you know, like Tasmanian devils and trolls and like things like trolls. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the, the trolls with their little bums out, you know, and their hair sticking up. Those trolls. The ones right. you mean? Do you ever think that oh, weird? They, they, they have little arms. Being trolls, but having no trolls in it, and not meaning that kind of trolls. In the troll movie, you know, for kids that's out recently, do they have their arses out? Oh, I don't know. Because they did them when they were. I mean, I've watched all of them and they're all terrible, <laughs> but I tend to sort of zone out when I'm watching them not like because I'm they're all terrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just find it weird that they didn't have pants or anything. You could see their little bums. Who we could ask about trolls is uh, uh-huh. the dad, considering that also in his and the mum's conversation at one point, she says, which really confused me, Michael, who yeah. are the goblins? Because <laughs> I'm like, but the established Seth is your dad and has told your son about the goblins. Yeah. Why would your husband know who the goblins were that your dead dad told your son about? Yeah, and why is he, why is he never told you about like, you would assume that he would have told her about the goblins when she was a child and she would be like, you know, like Laurie Strode in Halloween and telling her daughter about Michael Myers kind of thing. Beware, like passing it on to the next generation. No, no, he just tells him. He just tells his grandson. He doesn't just even his tell grandson. his granddaughter. He doesn't give a not shit about them. And again, reasonably <laughs> not his son-in-law who his daughter, I assume, would be the first protocol. This is the point, by the way, before we get into the final main oh. character in the film, where I yeah. started... Um, looking into the family basically because when she was talking to the dad i wrote this man is hot but i don't know what age he is he could be 45 or he could be 75 and just really good looking so i looked up how old he was when he was making the film how old do you think that that dad was when they filmed the film um well i know what he looks like kind of now so i would guess probably about my dad's age maybe about 28 Am I wrong? You're like way under. I like that we're both going opposite ways. You guys oh. 28. I thought he was about like again, <laughs> genuinely, I was like at the youngest, he's 45. He was oh. 35 when they were filming that. Oh, okay. You're gonna be less shocked than me by that. I genuinely when I looked it up. <laughs> I looked it up and then I looked it up again because I was like, well, that's incorrect. That man I'm looking at is not younger than me. You've just made me feel sick. I actually was sick a bit in my mouth there when you just said that. Fuck's sake, he was younger. <laughs> no way! <laughs> but then I noticed, you know how, like, it also, again, it's nostalgic for me because he reminds me of my dad. Not in the same way as in looks, and he's like a terrible actor because I think my dad could act like <laughs> around that guy, and he's not even trained. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I'm just saying, like, the shirts that they wear. They all wore those sort of denim stripey, like stripes yes. with the stripes down it. You know what I'm talking about, the wide striped shirts. And I was just like, remember when men used to wear that in those days? Like that was everywhere. Yeah, my dad also had. Did he have that? He did. Yes, and the sort of feathered hair. Um, my dad yes, had the Yeah. Uh, what did he do for a living though in the film? Because I, I know he works in an office, but I don't actually know what his job is. Again, an office that gives you four plus weeks off just when you randomly ask for them oh yeah that's that true in america you're not allowed vacations how the no. fuck is he taking a whole month off work <laughs> and he couldn't he was like he's like i can't wait to be a farmer in the countryside <laughs> okay <laughs> also when i was looking up his um age i then decided to look up the mum's age all right yeah 
just because I was like, she also looks like she's older than us. I wonder if she's like 20. On every possible source, her age is listed as not applicable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which, I don't know what that means. To me, she looks about... Anything you look her up on, age, not applicable. Well, maybe she's like an immortal or something. Maybe, it's not not known, it's not applicable, so that doesn't apply. How old was the, the girl? They were all the ages they were actually supposed to be. Right. The girl was 16, the wee boy was 11, okay. and the boyfriend was 18. So I suppose they... at least she's convincing as a 16-year-old. You know, it's not like it's some 30-year-old pretending yeah. to 16, like in the screen movies and stuff. Or like, like Peter actually... at the start of the film. Oh, probably. <laughs> it doesn't say whether Peter's supposed to be a little boy, though, because he seemed to fancy that lady, didn't he? He had a pure boner for her. Other than Grandpa Seth saying there was a silly <laughs> little boy, there's no implication whatsoever that Peter is a boy. And also, like... There's those troll fans. Sorry, I keep calling them trolls. They're goblins, right? And the worst Halloween mask looking fucks ever. <laughs> they don't move. One of them's got like really goofy eyes. And uh, they've got like burlap saps. And I read that the costume designer who designed them was um, the woman who played uh, the softcore porn um, character Emmanuel wow. in the, six, the 70s. Yeah. But you think she would have come up with something better than some fucking burlap saps, uh, sacks? Weird going almost the other way. In fact, yeah. I also found out when I was looking up the cast that both Holly, the both the girl who played Holly, Holly <laughs> yeah. and um, Elliot, who we're about to be introduced to, the guy that oh, played oh, Elliot, that both have starred in many other movies, but they're all weird yeah. Jesus movies. The oh. only They're both actors for a production company that makes films that are appropriate for people who are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints. Well, that's really weird. What the fuck are they doing in this film? And why was there a whole scene where, like, him and his... So Elliot scares the wee boy for some reason. In order to seduce her, I also wrote that down, like, I'm very confused. Why is he scaring her wee brother before he tries to shag her? Yeah, but he he goes in, right, and his mates are there, which is questionable. And uh, Arnold. <laughs> and my second why on Elliot was why right. I was mentally defunct. So <laughs> yeah. that might be why they're all following him through a window. Right, so he sneaks into her room and then she's still working out and he sort of looks down, we see from his point of view, and then she's like, eh. And um, there's this bizarre conversation between them and it's like a really bad like school play, the way they're talking. But then there's this line where she's where he was like, oh, I already know what you're going to do say. You think, do you think I'm some sort of homo? And then she went, well, you may as well be because my dad will bite your little balls off and eat them. <laughs> your tiny little balls. My dad right, will bite. Balls. And no, he said your... something else like he's got at night emissions or something that he needs to expunge. He's like, well, go expunge yeah. the bathroom. And then he goes, what, do you think I'm a homo? Yeah, I actually do think he's a homo, as a matter of fact. Oh, well, I definitely Talk think he's a homo. a lot of evidence later in the film that he's a homo. Definitely <laughs> a homo. Also, I was very confused by the again her basically saying go go for a wank in my toilet and him yeah. saying why would I do that to think I'm a homo and I'm like yeah because straight people don't masturbate <laughs> is that the implication I don't understand again his line delivery which now makes she sense and you've explained it to me I was like is he stand you. trying <laughs> to pretend that he's a robot. What, and I understand that he just hadn't seen the script before. So. Wait, when was he pretending to be a robot? 
just the way that he was responding to her when she was talking no, to him. No, I was just really bad acting because she yeah. was really bad as well. Like, she was like, oh, my love, why don't you come with me to the holiday or something? <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah, but you don't take your friends with you. or so, I, I mean, that's actually better exquisite acting than, than they were going. You, you really just have to watch it. It's like watching a really bad school play. <laughs> I'm already laughing at the next scene, even though I'm not watching it yet. I'm not it yet. It's like when they're in the car. It's when they're in the car and the mum <laughs> turns around and says, has a really confused look at her face and goes, oh no, the Joshua and mm. what's her name? And Holly are arguing. Yeah. And then the dad tells them to stop and then everybody's silent and then the mum makes a face like she's really thinking hard and then turns around still looking really confused <laughs> and goes joshua start singing sing oh, yeah. that song you know He's the like, one the I one i like to, so much i don't want to i don't want to sing <laughs> go on sing it sing you the know song. the one i mean and what does he start singing <laughs> row 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 your boat gently down the street <laughs> Merrily, merrily, merrily. I think it was because it was like one of the only songs that they could do without, you know, being that it's in public domain. I mean, I don't know what I wanted it to be, but that level of intense discussion and the amount of confusion she was having, like, I know I love it, but I can't remember the name. And then they all start singing. It was really bad. The dad. (laughs) So then the next scene is like, this is going to be a long episode, but I don't give a shit. Right, so then the next episode, the next scene, he wakes up and you think, well, okay. And it, and he st- his head starts like, leaking all the green shit um, quite badly down his head. And it's like, what kind of green stuff is it? It's like, it reminds me of apple sours. Do you remember apple sours? Yes. It's as if someone I, poured like, her aftershock or apple sours down his head. And then you can see the jelly. bad out of apple sours <laughs> jelly it's like yeah. if you poured apple sours and <laughs> green foods coloring into angel delight yeah and and then there's like there's there's like branches growing out of his fingers but in really bad effects like his chest you can see the paper mache or the cardboard where they've slashed it to make out like the green pus coming out um and then he starts screaming and uh, know, he turns around and his parents are goblins and his sister. But it turns out to be a dream. And doesn't his sister say something? I'm glad you're sick. I like seeing you ill or something. Yes. And that was that. Oh, no. And then Grandpa Seth shows up. <laughs> They're still driving. It goes on for a while, that driving scene. It really does. Actually, I've got hardly notes from it, but it's very long. It feels like forever. But yeah, and then Grandpa Seth shows up by the side of the road, but it's not him. Oh, it's a hitchhiker, but they, he thinks it's Grandpa Seth, and he's saying stop, stop them, or stop or something. So the wee boy's like, hey, I stopped the car, and he's like, you gonna spew, son? Um, and then he goes, yeah, it don't feel well, and he goes out, he runs up, and does he speak to Grandpa Seth? Or he is does, it he just... runs up and goes to hug him and shouts, Grandpa Seth, Grandpa Seth, and then the hitchhiker with a beard goes like gonna let me in or what what?" (laughs) (laughs) he says it to the wee boy which is yeah (laughs) mum or dad is the wee boy (laughs) then we find out that elliot the boyfriend and his friends are ahead of them 
and, and it RV. broke down, which makes no sense because oh, yeah. they were in the RV. Well, he was. That's why she was in a mood because he was supposed to meet her at that morning, and that's why they were arguing because he didn't show up and the dad was quite happy about that and he's like oh well that's what you get for dating a guy who doesn't show up and stuff like that you need to get someone better than him do you know what i mean that's why like she's annoyed but he's decided because he's a big homo to go with his friends in the rv because he's told them that there's some hot chicks in this town <laughs> i right <laughs> yeah so they get ahead of them don't they yeah but for some reason the distance between their rv where they've parked and his girlfriend's car, the family's car, is so far away that there's no way that they would know that that was him. Yeah. <laughs> She's like flipping them the bird, but you wouldn't be able to see it. It doesn't make any sense. He's got like some vision. Anyway. And then... So what's the name of the town? Oh, why did they not? I have written it down somewhere, but I didn't realise. Come on, Mark. <laughs> what's it? It's crucial to the plot. It's a Nilbog. 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 I wonder what that means. <laughs> Strange name for a town. So they get there and it's like, um, it's just bizarre. So they get to the house and then there's a family that stay there, but they've got these weird marks on their heads. And they say, are they the shape talk. of like four leaf clovers. I, d- I know they're supposed to be, but to me, they just look like hairpiece. But that <laughs> makes more sense. For it to look like herpes, because I'm like, but that's leprechauns. No, they're not leprechauns. No, but Are I they mean, supposed to be trolls? No, sorry, goblins. Well, that's why I'm like, goblins I'm really don't confused. relate in any I, way to four leaf clovers. So why, if you're a. I have no idea. Goblin oh, yeah, I get what you mean. Identifying factor when you shift into human form that you have a four leaf clover shaped scar, which has nothing to do with being a goblin. I have no clue. And then, yeah, so there's like equivalent. I think, do they just have a wee boy or do they have a daughter as well? Is it like a mirror image of the, yeah, they're like, the city family? But they don't shake his hand or anything. <laughs> they're just like silent in the dentist guy, sorry, the dad that you like, uh, his name is Michael, is talking away to them and he's saying, oh, you'll love it where, where we live. There's microwaves and all kinds of machines. <laughs> And the wee boy just the the other wee boy, um, when he drives away in the car in their truck to go to their safe house, which spoilers they don't, he throws a baseball and at Joshua. Joshua catches it and he looks at it and it's written in some sort of like weird green goo. Eat up, or we will eat you or something. Is that what it says? Eat up before we eat you. Something like that. I mean. It, it, it's like you know if you ever heard of a mobile phone you could communicate by text message but he communicates via baseball apparently my baseball that he's written on the slime yeah <laughs> and then the kid's like Ugh, and he throws that away but he doesn't show his parents and then they go in the house and why didn't they pack anything if they're staying there for a fucking month they didn't pack any food with them so they're all starving they go in and they're like oh my god look at this look at all this lovely food um it's not lovely looking at all. <laughs> it's like the least appetizing food I've ever seen. Like, Dick Mark, if you went to some strange house and you went in and there was like an entire table, just loads of plates with food with green shit, or like corn and a cob with green shit on it, would you eat that? No. <laughs> exactly. That was my. I, I 
also wrote that down. I was like, why the fuck are they all okay with eating stuff that's covered in gunge? Like, you would 100% be like, this is covered in gunge. Yeah, and they, they're they're like, oh, this is amazing, and we're really hungry, and they sit down. So then Grandpa Seth's head, for some reason, shows up. Just his head, yeah. Yeah, is it just his head in the door? Yeah. And this is really puzzling, right? So we bring, Joshua goes over to him, and he says, you've got to stop them from eating that. Um, You've got 60 seconds to do it. They can't eat that stuff. Because remember what happened to Peter? And um, and then for some reason he's got the power to stop time. Yes. <laughs> but for what was it? Thirty seconds. Uh, sixty seconds. He's got. Sixty a seconds. Mhm. He's got. But the kid just wasted. He wastes about half of that time just wandering about the table. And then right, Mark, describe what he does next. <laughs> so fucking what the fuck is? It, it leads into one of my favorite lines ever in a movie. So he realizes that he's got to destroy all the food. So my yeah. head assumed that he's going to tip the table onto the floor. Well, I mean, logically, that's what you would do. <laughs> but instead, he climbs onto the table like, and starts pissing on all of the food. You don't see him piss on it, but you see him, like, unzip his trousers, his jean belt, and go, I'm sorry, I have to do this. But I'm assuming, right, and then it cuts immediately to the next scene where the sister's, like, going, ooh, and then, put, like, scraping the pissy dinner the pissed foods into the bin but then I'm like I'm assuming that he actually pissed on on in their mouths because they were all like and did you notice Mark that when they were like froze freeze frame they weren't they were just they were still moving no I didn't even notice <laughs> you could see them moving you could see their hands shaking while she's holding the corn in the cup it's there's so there's a really weird scene recording the cob later on, which is glorious. But anyway, well, it's also one of the best scenes of ever. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, and then she's like, "Please, he's the dad's carrying him up the stairs," and the mom goes, "Please don't hit him, Michael. I beg you, don't hit him, <laughs> even if he is a shit." And then the dad says the best line ever. He's like, "You see these names." see this on the door and he points to the names on the doors like his it's all the, the family's names are on the doors which is bizarre anyway and then he throws the boy in the bed and the boy goes what are you gonna do to me pa and he goes i'll tell you what i'm gonna do you don't piss on hospitality i won't allow it <laughs> you don't piss on hospitality i won't allow it and then he's like he, un- he looks like he's about to unbuckle his belt to whip the boy. Oh, that and- bit's also brilliant. Right, yeah, tells Mark about that. It's so. Well, funny. I can't remember what he says there. I just I remember gutting myself because it was so weird. <laughs> he un- <coughs> he un- Let me just take a drink of my cider. Hold on. So he goes to, he goes, I, that's the point where the boy goes, what are you going to do to me, pa? And he says, I'm loosening my belt. I'm tightening my belt so that I don't feel hunger pangs. <laughs> Because I know what it's like to be hungry. Or <laughs> something like that. I know what it's like when I was young. Oh, it's just, it's so fucking funny. That bit also confusing when he's like, because I know what it's like to have no food at all from when yeah. I was young. But I'm like, but when was oh. he young? Like in the 70s? Right, I've got the I've got the quote here. Right, so this is a line. I wish you had this as well, like, so we could act it out. 
So Michael is carrying Joshua to his room and explains the door signs. Do you see this writing? Do you know what it means? Hospitality. He goes into Joshua's bedroom and drops him down on the bed. And you can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. <laughs> you should teach the myth child not to piss on hospitality. Everyone uh, should know not to piss on hospitality. Yeah. Joshua goes, what are you going to do to me, daddy? Tightening my belt by one loop so I don't feel hunger pains and your sister and mother will have to do likewise. <laughs> okay, Joshua, you want to get rough with me? You want to show me that you don't like the choice of the house for our vacation by going on a hunger strike? Well, I'll accept the challenge, but just remember, when I was your age, I really did suffer from hunger. We'll see who gets through this, but just remember, I've got more practice than you. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Also, like the assumption that the wee boy wants to go on hunger strike because he pissed a... on dunge. <laughs> I'd be questioning: Is there something wrong with this boy? Because he needs help. Why is he, he pissed on a plate on, on a dinner he table? Mouth. I would be confused, but again, the gunge of it all is um. <laughs> well, then they don't have any food. So then, what's the next thing after that? Oh my god! That's when they go back to Elliot and his friends. The oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all watching a really bizarre movie. Did you see the movie they were watching? No, I don't think I did. It was like some sort of weird chimpanzee, but it was like a really bad chimp costume, and it touches this glowing egg. And when it touches it, how do you not remember this, Mark? It was, it, was it was fucking insane. So they're sitting there watching this. And the, the chimp touches the egg and then it suddenly explodes and takes off like a rocket. That in no way And then it cuts back to their, them watching it and then they start laughing and I'm like, well, what happened after that? What's so funny? What they laughed at? <laughs> and then Arnold, who's this wee dweeby guy, is like, oh, I don't want to watch this anymore. Um, he, he takes a, a cigarette, a fag, and he goes, I want, where's all these hot chicks you promised? <laughs> Because he's sick of hanging around with a bunch of dudes. So he goes outside um, for a fag. And he sees a... He sees a... Clearly terrified woman. Running away. Screaming through the forest. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes into like sexual predator mode and starts chasing her. <laughs> Literally hunts her down while screaming. Again, I was laughing hysterically at this point. Stop! Stop, I say! Stop! <laughs> He's got such bad acting, oh my god. Um, So then he he chases her down and he launches himself at her and takes her down into the way. Like a football player. A fucking touchdown. And then she points and screams and the goblins Goblins. have gathered in the wood and he really, really calmly delivers the line, what are they? (laughs) What are they? And he's like, oh, I'll sort, I'll sort this out because he thinks they're just like, you know, little children or in costumes. So he goes, now here, see here, don't you go around like trying to be tough. Don't you go around terrorizing young women. Why don't you just get out of here? And he walks off and then one of the trolls just casually just throws a fucking javelin stick in his shoulder. It is insane oh! like 12 of them, even if they are smaller than him. I mean, you can kick they all them. have quite clear large <laughs> weapons. But also before that happens, she's like, oh, they made me eat something. I feel like I'm dying. He still wants to sexually assault her by the looks of it. She's like, don't you believe me? 
uh, don't you believe I'm human or something? Do you want me to prove it? I don't know. Something like that. It's just weird. Um, so then he's like being maimed and then they start running off again and they go into what they think is a church, but it's not a church. It's a very strangely decorated home. Yeah. And then they meet. The, oh, she is amazing. Now, I can <laughs> get the last bit of her name anywhere it's, checked. Credence. Oh, wait, it's Credence Lenore. Lenore. Um, Grim. Gilgood. Gilgood or something. Let me Gilgood, okay. Uh, if I go here, um, she is Credence Lenore Gilgood, and she is um a child of stone. She gets her power from Stonehenge. <laughs> what? Which again, I'm like, so. But... So there's a bit of Stonehenge in her. Somehow Stonehenge is in her house. In her... She's a witch that's She's a also witch. a goblin that got her powers from Stonehenge, which is in her house. In America, she's clearly unhinged. That's where the goblins come from, even though goblins have nothing to do with Stonehenge, and all yeah. the goblins have shamrocks, <laughs> which also has nothing to do with Stonehenge or goblins. Yeah, and so you think um, maybe this isn't really the place we should be, but uh, if you're like really scared and on the run from goblins, you come into this what you think is a church, and some crazy woman comes down, clearly mental. And says, there's something wrong with the two of you. <laughs> That's what she says, word for word. Which and is then, fair. And then she goes, um, here, have this. And it's clearly like very dubious goblet, goblets. <laughs> with like, uh, There's like dry ice everywhere. So there's like vapour coming out of it. You know, like those cliched monster drinks you get like in the monsters. <laughs> and there's all this smoke coming out, the drink. And uh, she's like describing how it all comes from the earth and it's made out of all the essences of the the vegetables and the fruit and the herbs of the earth or uh, something bullshit like that. And it says here, if you drink it, it will make you feel better. I would not be drinking that. No. Why would you just drink it? Like she doesn't know what's particularly wrong with them, so it seems odd that. But it also seems like the girl clearly knows that, that she's must have encountered someone like that before who's tried to feed her shit. But yeah, she just drinks it down, like, no question. And then she immediately starts spewing like I did after too many aftershocks and fucking <laughs> apple sears after, after <laughs> And then yeah. Credence says, now she is one with the vegetable world. <laughs> <laughs> She's like screaming and stuff. And then... Um, what's his name? Um, is it Arthur? He starts going, Oh my god, I can't move. What what's going on? There has to be some logical explanation for this. <laughs> and she's like, she's like to him, Oh, never mind, and drink your broth. <laughs> never mind that, and drink your broth. She's like, the girl's like screaming and spewing and stuff, and like got up the stairs, and then she sort of you can clearly see where they cut a hole into the you know the wood bit so that she's like sinking in but she's up there she's turning into some sort of vegetable goo mushy lettuce mushy lettuce or whatever i don't know and then the trolls the goblins come and that's where you get your classic line and i really but i think i should play it everyone has to hear this this is like what went viral on youtube it's like it's just 
the funniest line in the, one of the funniest lines in the whole movie besides you can't piss on hospitality and he what's happening to him in the meantime while well, I'm looking you keep describing what goes on because I'm just going to look up this clip he's um, also starting to go kind of um, no but he doesn't go the same way which is what I don't no, really get he doesn't turn into like mushy lettuce but he does start to go not even vegetably he goes vegetation he's like starts no, he to turns turn into a tree wooden yeah right. like into a tree trunk yes Blank look on his face as if he's thinking, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then the next thought is, yeah, of course they're going to eat me next. <laughs> it's so funny. And while he's saying that, there's a fly that lands on his forehead. <laughs> you find the director be like, no, God. <laughs> but, but he's paralyzed, so there's fuck all he can do about it anyway if flies are landing on his head. <laughs> Yeah, so he's turns into a tree, and for some reason he's now in a plant pot. But we'll cut back to that later, because then what happens? Cut back to the house. Which house? The family's house. The family's mm-hmm. house, or the house they're staying in. And the little boy's brushing his teeth, I think, and the granddad's floating head appears again, but this time massive and in the mirror. No, you forgot one bit. Oh. Which is one of the funniest bit scenes in the movie. Is the uh, Holly? <laughs> Holly wow. is that her name? Yes. Does this really bizarre dance in a oh, yeah. a Garfield night night shirt? <laughs> I used to again. I used to wear night shirts like that when I was a kid. It starts off with her doing this weird mask thing with her hands. So what is it she's doing? She's I can't even do it. You know, you turn your thumb and your finger into a circle and the rest you sort of like, like slip upside <laughs> down and put it over your yeah yeah so it looks like you've got a hand mask on i don't know what <laughs> fuck <clears throat> listeners you have to look up this dance it's like the, the, it was before tiktok obviously um she was way ahead of her time if it, if it was today it would be like a tiktok sensation everyone should be doing it it should be a tiktok sensation it's it was just like really weird. She starts like doing these sort of like fist pump things and just a, such a strange dance. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck was going on there. Yeah, and then after she's finished, that's when Grandpa Seth's head shows up in the mirror and she screams and runs off and goes, Dad, Mom, Grandpa's in the mirror. And he's like, See, it's not just me. <laughs> but then he says to Grandpa Seth, You're in the wrong room. And Grandpa Seth says, yeah, I, I still can't get used to the layout of this house. <laughs> what? Yeah, that again. He can't one, fucking make his way around the house. It made me laugh hysterically as well. <laughs> and then the wee boy says, when the granddad's starting to explain to him that like the goblins are there and what they're doing to people and they have to stop them. And the wee boy says, why can't you speak to my mum? The granddad says, your mother has never taken my advice. <laughs> which again made me laugh because I'm like well even if she didn't always listen to you when you were alive I'm sure if you appeared as a giant disembodied head she might believe in magic slightly more well maybe she's not taking any of your advice because you're a fucking paedophile <laughs> you probably <laughs> molested her as a child 
and that's why she wants wants her wee boy to you know purge him from his mind <laughs> like she did <laughs> way down in her subconscious and then dark place does that scene basically come to an end with the wee boy saying that him know. and his sister can swap rooms yeah that's nothing right nothing really happens except that he says that we can swap rooms mm-hmm. because i'm yeah. not scared of grandpa seth's giant do you, ghost head do you remember i think this was just when they arrived at the house or when they arrived in the town i think did they not there's a shop or something and then when they leave a whole bunch of old men in cowboy hats just start looking out yes. like, where the fuck did they come from what is going on it's just so weird yeah, that, so then, not, that isn't the next scene, but the oh, shop is in the next scene. Yeah, and the guy in the shop is completely mental. And here's a fact, right? The actor playing him, the shopkeeper, he was mental. He literally just got out of an insane asylum. <laughs> you can tell, part. I've he written was, down that he was mental. his entire big long speech can be summed up to this, which includes a quote, <laughs> Fuck you, scum! <laughs> oh, and have some of this milk. It's free. It's free. We love we tourists in Melbog. No <laughs> <laughs> right, but before that scene, right, this is where I, I think that Elliot, the Holly's girlfriend, this is where I thought, yeah, he's definitely gay because uh, one of the friends who goes to the shop, he's like blonde and he reminds me of Johnny from uh, Kratty Kid. Yes. Uh, right, so, I mean, he's fairly all right looking compared to the rest of them. But he looks round, right, and Elliot is clearly naked in bed with one of the other boys yeah with his arm around them and i'm like okay what <laughs> and he's like yeah there's there's no food i've not got any money we need to get food and he's like we'll just take it from the group fund so he goes out and he starts stretching the, the johnny lawrence character he starts stretching he's got his little jogging shorts on and he just starts jogging towards the shop and this um creepy kind of cop guy sheriff pulls over yeah, and because I enjoyed how much yeah. the sheriff's vibes were like, oh, we don't get a lot of young, attractive runners like you coming through this town. Sweetie, sweetie, sugar lips. Why don't you get in my cop car? <laughs> do, do you remember what his name was? No. Okay, his name is Sheriff Jean. Sheriff Jean Freak. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, come on in, I'll give you a lift to the shop. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, my name's Jean, Sheriff Jean Freak. Okay, that's your first red flag there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, the first red flag was like the level of intensity that that old man clearly wanted to fuck that like 19-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes... Thanks, like, Philip Schofield Bipes, to go back to the store while we're seeing. <laughs> yeah, um, then he's in the car and he's like are you hungry you guess you went to the store here why don't you eat this and he hands him the most disgusting looking fucking rolling green sludge i've ever seen and it's like he just casually unwraps it and eats it like it's the the most delicious burger or something it's like okay to why are you accepting horrible scummy rolls from a a creepy guy called sheriff freak and he eats it and he's like "Mm, that's quite nice (laughs) fucking hell but with no hesitation, as you say. No it, hesitation it, it at all. Through me, I'm like, it's actual slime. It's slime. Yes. It's like fucking phlegm on a roll. There's nothing appetising about that whatsoever. But I guess when you're hungry, you'll eat anything, won't you? And this is the point where I clearly twigged and I wrote down. Yeah. And I should really work this out when they make credence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hold on a second. So... <laughs> 
So goblins love to eat vegetables. Yeah. But instead of growing vegetables, they yeah. hunt down humans. Yeah. So that they can give them their special vegetable potion that will turn them into vegetables so that they have vegetables to eat. Yeah, exactly. Why not just, just buy vegetables? vegetables? It would be so much easier. <laughs> yeah, so then he goes into the he jogs into the uh, the shop, Sheriff Freak brings him to the store. And yeah, you get this mental guy that comes out. It's just basically and so, a very big, long, aggressive speech about not really anything specific, just wanting to fuck off. Don but then it ends with a less shouty and have some milk. It's free because we love tourists in Nilbog. <laughs> no, he says something about, um, like, if you've got any eggs or any meat or anything. Ah, here we go. He goes, right, so the guy's name's Drew, the blonde boy. He goes, um, coffee. And the drugstore owner's like, there's no coffee in Nilbog. It's the devil's drink. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, eggs. <laughs> That's his reaction to eggs. And Andrew says, bacon. Drugstore owner, are you crazy, boy? We're vegetarians here in Nilbog. Didn't you know that? Here's some Nilbog milk. Special milk. High in vitamin content. Here, it's free. Free? Of course it's free. We love to see in Nilbog. Try some, boy. And then this is the key line. And have some of your friends drink some also. <laughs> <laughs> How would you react if you went into a store? Like, I mean, you are a vegetarian. So, I mean, would you not sympathize with his, you know, his uh, diet? <laughs> I mean, with his diet, yeah. With his weird intensity, no. <laughs> have your friends try it too. <laughs> and it's not even proper milk. It's not like it's in a refrigerator or anything. It's in like a big gallon bottle and it's like disgusting it's a really hot day and so he's jogging back with a really heavy gallon of milk back to his mates but he's not feeling too good he's got like the sweats the green sweats and he's got because he takes a swig of the milk as well doesn't he and it's disgusting and i was like well yeah it's milk in a hot day shelf unrefrigerated (laughs) in a hot country on a hot day and now you're running with it through the woods like (laughs) So then he ends up, I don't know what happens, but he ends up in that that same he ends up in that same house where Credence is because he hear does he hear Arnold? Arnold can't talk. Arnold, yeah. But Arnold can't talk. No, you're right. What does he hear? He's got. I can't remember honestly. I don't know how he ended up there. Um, I feel like he does hear Arnold, but that makes no sense because then he gets there and Arnold can't talk because his mouth is. I think Arnold's just like. Mm. Right, but then for some reason he pulls some bark off of Arnold's face, which I was like, oh god, don't do that. You rip his head off. But he somehow has his mouth underneath there. Yeah, that also interesting. That I was trees. like, oh my god, all his skin's going to come off his face, and it was yeah. just him holding a bit of wood with his mouth. He literally just lets go of it with his teeth, <laughs> he takes it away. <laughs> but he's really tired because he's turning into a plant man. So Arnold's like, please just get me out of here before she comes back, please. Just and he's like, how am I supposed to do that? Um, just drag me. Like he's just nonchalant about it. I guess that's me a tree now. I'll just have to put up with it. <laughs> and he's like dragging his plant boy. <laughs> like, what the fuck is? And, and I kept thinking, well, say he does get him out, right? What is Arnold going to do then? He's a fucking tree. He can't move. He's got no legs. He's got like tree bark for legs. So what, is he just supposed to live his life as a tree for the rest of his days? How yeah, just take him back to his parents and they can plant him in the garden. <laughs> so 
But yeah, but he's too weak to pull him out, and then Credence arrives. Lenore. Credence Lenore. And she's like, oh, hello, boy, or something. She somehow has the power to just push him very lightly, but then it launches him across and onto the bed. But then I don't really know what happens to that boy. It's like she feeds her Arnold, like Arnold's because he tried to escape. She's like, oh, you've really disappointed me, my pretty plant boy or something. And then she gets a chainsaw out and starts going, oh, this is going to tickle. And she goes to chainsaw him, like cut him down out the plant pot. And he starts laughing like it's the best thing ever. Like it's fun. (laughs) But I'm presuming she's killing Arnold. And then I think she feeds him, like puts him in a blender and then feeds him to the blonde boy. But then I don't really know what happens to him after that because you don't really see him getting eaten by no. the goblins, I don't think. So it, there's just no explanation whatsoever. And then all of a sudden Credence is visiting the family in their house. Oh, bringing, yeah, yeah. Bringing them more green goo. No, what happens is to get back. No, because the dad goes to the store because he's hungry. So they're hungry. So he goes, right, I'll go to the store. And it's closed because there's a sign on the door that says closed for sermon. Be back in 30 minutes. So he's like, OK, well, I guess we'll just have to wait. So he sits on a bench, the dad, and just starts reading this random book of vegetarian <laughs> recipes, the vegetarian cookbook. Just left there. And then all of a sudden, the wee boy who's like, I mean, normally just a little puss who doesn't like he's scared of everything, gets his skateboard and <laughs> skates around the corner, <laughs> skates into a barn, sneaks in. That's where they're having the townspeople are presuming they're having their sermon. And he's like, the ceiling's dead low. So he's like lying above them with his face practically hanging through the ceiling. I don't know how they didn't see him. And then that's where he sees that family that were supposed to be at their house. They're there. And then they're pretty. You don't remember what happens. And they're talking about how like they need to feed the goblins or something. I don't know, something that they're dirty meat eaters and. They're, they're preaching about being vegetarians and stuff like this. Like, I feel like the director of this movie just really hated vegetarians. Yeah. And she wants to make them into monsters. And again, it doesn't really make any sense because if their whole point is that everybody should be vegetarian, then why aren't yeah. they just eating vegetables instead of turning exactly. people into vegetables? So then the wee boy gets caught out because he's, his skateboard somehow moves and then makes a noise or falls through the ceiling floor. So then you see this hand come out through the ceiling and just like actually like, cover his entire face and start shaking his head. That also made me laugh a lot. <laughs> and then they try to feed him some ice cream, like really disgusting looking ice cream. It's not even ice cream. It's like this rhyme that they say, like, eat the ice cream, take <laughs> it in, or something like that, boy. And then the dad comes in and he's like, then, what are you doing? And they've got the right. wee boy pushed his knees. Yeah, and he's like, his arms, he doesn't even flatten. react like that's a bad thing. Eat the ice cream, take it in. Eat take the ice it, cream, yeah, take it, take it, in. it yeah. in. The dad's really <laughs> catch about it. Yeah, he's like, they're, they're, he's not even questioning why the fuck are the people still there? Like, He's like, hang on, aren't you supposed to be in my house? And they're like, oh, um, we, had, we had some car trouble or something. Yes. And he just accepts that. <laughs> Not that they're trying to force feed his son some fucking horrible ice cream. And then he says, what was going on here? And the police, like the sheriff guy says, we were just giving him some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when it then cuts to? No, he go, they go back home and then there's some sort of fucking party happening. Like a hoedown. No, it's before that because no? there's a bit when. Credence goes in. Credence goes to the house and it's just right. the mum and daughter that are there. Right, uh-huh. 
and she introduces herself to them and she gives oh, them yeah. more food with green slime on it. I think she's baked them like a green slime cake. Oh, yeah, and yeah, she says, did. Thank you very much. She and then Credence says, it's okay. And your daughter is appetizing and provocative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aye. Um, so yeah, well, what happens then? Because like, doesn't he come back from the store with his son, and he sees Elliot there with his pals? But it's from such a like, well, his daughter's there with Elliot, and he sees her. Yes, he and he her does son. he grab Elliot's face? No, no, he doesn't. He says like, oh my god, there she is. Like it's it's Elliot and and Holly. But I'm like, how the fuck does he know that's her? Because it's such again, it's such a far distance away that I wouldn't even know it was them. <laughs> He goes down and um, he says, well, you better come with us. It's either you or your friends. So he's like, fine, I'll I'll leave them behind. Are they not wondering what the fuck happened to Arthur and the blonde boy? I mean, I don't really get it. Yeah, it's really just him and his one friend. Yeah. And Holly says to him that she agrees with his dad he has to choose. And he says, because I also wrote this line down because it was insane. And he goes to her, but Holly, they're my friends. You keep your friends. (laughs) Which doesn't make any sense. I was like. What? What? What So he goes. Yeah. So he goes back with them, assuming to have dinner with the family. And when they get back, the whole town's there, and they're having a big party because they're desperate to get this family to eat their goblin shit. I mean, it's just so weird. And at one point, also Lady's line before they have dinner, when Mm -hmm. the mum first realizes that Elliot's in the house, she goes, "Elliot," really angry. And then the daughter goes, "Mom, he's part of the family now." Oh yeah. just hugs him and smiles. <laughs> Everyone's all hunky-dory. So then they're having this weird con- country music kind of party. And at one point they're all just lined up in chairs in a row while they're all like coming towards them with like food. Like again, really disgusting food. Like it's all green Kool-Aid shit and cream cakes that say eat me and <laughs> consume me and all that stuff. And they generally look freaked out at this point. And but then, then what stops them from eating? The grandpa shows up again. Grandpa's the grandpa, there. no. The what? boy thinks the grandpa appears in the mirror. Mm. But the mirror yeah. explodes and it's actually a goblin. Goblin that comes through, yeah. And the no, but, yeah, goblin that's right. turns into or was sent by Credence and she's hot now. No, no, that happens later, but because uh, she credence is the goblin through the mirror some somehow they switch places i don't know what's going on and grandpa seth shows up and he chops her hand off yeah and then she somehow gets sucked back out of the mirror and she's not got a hand anymore which i think's hilarious and she's no because the funny part is that's where she gets her sexy powers because she uses the power of stonehenge <laughs> she uses the power of stonehenge to put her amputated hand into it like underneath the arch of Stonehenge and magically has a lovely manicured hand again and then she's hot what Stonehenge does apparently yeah and then she's hot and I was thinking god I'd love one of them yeah that great. would be great and then Grandpa Seth's like here's a Molotov cocktail this is yes. how we... the guy who's like the main goblin of I don't know if he's a goblin or he's a leader of the townspeople he's got a weird look to him yeah he's know, like black sh- well, how would you He's describe? Got a bit of like a Jerry Adams feel to him. Yeah. <laughs> he does look a bit like a country Jerry Adams, doesn't yeah. he? And he goes outside. He's like, right. He sort of um, does this like spell or something. His eyes go green. And he goes, 
you go back to hell where you belong at Grandpa Seth. And I was like, Grandpa Seth was in hell? <laughs> Again, that is my exact note. I wrote, Grandpa Seth was in hell, question mark. What? Question mark. Why was he in hell? Why was he in hell? That's what brings and me also, back. And also, does that make the people? goblins the good guys if they're trying to stop Grandpa Seth's family? But they hate Grandpa Seth and Grandpa Seth was in hell. <laughs> So Grandpa Seth some, says something about something bizarre like, um, no, the wee boy goes, you were in hell, Grandpa? And he goes, no, but I learned this trick from someone who was in hell. What? <laughs> he throws a fucking Molotov cocktail and then you get this really shitty lightning bolt that's clearly just a cardboard cutout of like someone flashing a torch through like a cardboard cutout of like a lightning flash. That's how they do it. Ali, I see your shitty effects and uh-huh. tell you that my notes here say what? this entire scene is an absolute 10 out of 10. <laughs> the best scene that I've ever seen in the film. <laughs> yeah, so he strikes it and somehow ignites the Molotov cocktail with this lightning bolt with his magic hell powers. That he's all of a sudden got... Sets Jerry Adams on fire. Jerry Adams gets set on fire and they just stand there and watch it and then he turns into a melty goblin. Because that's his true form. Yeah, I guess the townspeople are all goblins. And the townspeople oh. and the family all have bizarre reactions to a small child petrol bomb and Jerry Adams and him turning yeah. into a mountain goblin. Most of which is no reaction whatsoever. Yeah, but they're all outraged because they're like, you killed one of us and now it's time for us to kill you. Or now it's your turn. That's what they say. And then they and stand then the- stock still and don't do anything. Yeah, like they don't actually do anything to so the whole family or just stand there like not moving what seems like hours. And then it's sort of like they do like a Homer Simpson backing into a, a bush. Yes, but not into and then the car. Run- no. They don't go and get in their car and drive away. They slowly back into the house. Yeah, and then run away into the house. <laughs> and then the people are just still there at night. And they're like, what do we do? Grandpa Seth's gone. Because Grandpa says, I have to go now, apparently. And they're like, well, what, how do we get him back? And they're like, well, we'll just need to do a seance. That's their logic, even though the mum doesn't believe that Grandpa Seth's, like, now all of a sudden she's wanting to get Grandpa Seth back. I don't know. He's got the ability to stop time. He can shoot lightning bolts, but somehow somehow they need to summon him via a seance. Like, he can just appear in mirrors. Yeah, okay, he doesn't get the room right, but... Yeah, he's a fucking liability. Also, how much of a fire hazard are those, are those candles? I mean. And the look on the mum's face while they're doing the seance is hilarious as well. And that's when all of a sudden the wee boy swaps with a goblin, with loads of goblins. That's how the goblins end up in house. Or oh, but before that, didn't they say that the the um Sheriff Weird no Sheriff Freak goes, Let's um let's um let them know that we're still here by shooting one of these shotguns <laughs> in the air. <laughs> it's like why he's like um if they don't come out we're gonna have to go in and deal with them in a violent manner or some or kill them violently or some weird shit like that so that so they finally end up in the house and it's just like the goblins are chasing him about and one of them falls down the stairs and it doesn't look it looks genuinely sore like <laughs> he gets his leg yes. caught in the fucking side of the wall oh what was this line we need grandpa seth here holly but how do we get him to come <laughs> yeah, how do you get Grandpa to come, Holly? <laughs> By having a seance, maybe? Joshua, you're genius, big sister. 
Yeah, this is the kind of lines that are in this movie. It so does. let's go back to the hot witch. Yeah, so she's so, yeah. now got an additional. Keep remember, makeover. Elliot's friend is back in the RV by himself because he abandoned them. And he's trying to find a channel with something good to watch on it. Yeah, and then he, he and then he finds turns a channel <laughs> that is the outside of his RV, and Credence is there dancing all. I would like to say all sexy, looking yeah. all sexy, dancing all crazy. Yeah, towards the like the caravan or the RV, and, and she then, has corn on the cob with her. Yeah, she has a corn on the cob, and she's like presenting it to him like it's some sort of sex toy or I don't know. It's weird, and she goes to him <laughs> something about I don't know what she says about the corn on the cob. She goes, "What's the matter?" She tries to feed him the 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 corn on the cob basically, and she's suggesting him, and she's got nice legs and nice stockings on and stuff. She does. Also, yeah, she's corn on the really cob, hot. she's trying to feed him not covered in green slime. No, it's not. It's like a Just really nice corn looking on the cob. corn on the cob. Yeah. And Credence goes to him, what's the matter? Aren't you hungry? And Brent goes, well, I like popcorn. And she goes, we'll just have to heat it up. And then it's just like one of the most bizarre sex scenes I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> She's, they start like kissing, but it's they're kissing the corn and they're sort of eating each side of the corn and the cob, you know, like just munching on this corn and the cob, like in a French kiss way. I don't know how to describe it, Mark. Can you describe it better? I don't I mean, know. I don't think I can. <laughs> I think your description is insane is as as the most accurate description of what's happening. Yeah, so she's sort of like dry humping them while they're both kissing this, like eating each one side of the corn in the cob, like it's a dick basically. And then all this popcorn just starts coming from nowhere because they're heating up the RV with their sexy time, and it just it gets drowned in popcorn. <laughs> but it doesn't like imply. But he seems to have like got off with like the. the I was gonna say he doesn't actually drown in popcorn. No. He just well, he and popcorn, and then she leaves. I don't know if it represents him. Like, does it represent jizz, or you know, like the climax, or is it just generally? I don't know. I really don't get it. Like, what was the purpose of that? For some reason, I've written down after this scene, <laughs> and I'm going to read you exactly what I've written down. Joshua, Shawashawa. Joshua, and I'm not mm-hmm. right. I've put that down, so I don't know where I put that. <laughs> Joshua, so yeah. <laughs> okay, so I mean that guy gets off lightly because he he you see him and he's like spitting out popcorn or stuck in his mouth, but he's not dead or anything. He just had the time of his fucking life for credence. But then what happens is, yeah, they do something, and oh, that's what they do. So Joshua and Grandpa Seth are in her house, right? And for some reason, they have to use the power of good to defeat the goblins by putting their hands on Stonehenge in her house. And because, and she, he's not even touching the fucking stone. Did you notice, like, so Grandpa Seth's not touching it? And he's like, I've only got 10 minutes. And, you know, he says to him before that, he says, here, here, have this bag. Take this backpack. <laughs> it's got something in it, but don't use it until you know when. Like, don't take anything out of it until you know when to use it. It's like, well, what the fuck is that supposed to even mean? And then he's uh, like, right. Again, you need... our brains thought that I wrote exactly that down. You what? can only take out the contents when you really need it. Yeah. Understand. And I put, well, I don't understand. I so don't understand. <laughs> so you're like, what's in the bag? So then he's like, oh, I've only got 10 minutes left. And then it pans to a clock and you see it's just, it's five minutes. 
it's only been five minutes before he disappears disappears so i don't know he's shit timekeeping and he's like you have to touch the, the stonehenge and then somehow that turns credence back into an old like witchy credence and she starts screaming because she realizes her goblins are in danger so then she takes all the goblins that are still fighting his family and they all just disappear and they all end up in her witch house so for for backup that's when they start grabbing joshua don't they they start grabbing him and the tables have turned on joshua so they grab him take him away and then for some reason i don't know what happens he manages to escape them and he takes out what does he take out his backpack mark i genuinely can't remember oh my god how can you not remember it's mad he takes out i think it's literally everything that happens is mad so not specifically writing it down so the secret weapon in the backpack is a fucking bologna sandwich oh (laughs) now i realized that i forgot what that was and i said if i didn't write it down i wouldn't know because it's so mental i do actually have written down sandwiches this movie's amazing but but i didn't remember that that was why i'd written it down so the way to defeat the goblins is to eat meat in front of them because they can't stand it and it freaks them out and credence is all oh no don't don't eat it and he's like i'm gonna eat this big bologna sandwich and it's got like about 10 thick slices of bologna in it and he takes a bite out of it and they're all freaking out and then i don't know how the rest of his family end up in the house but they do and then he's like you've got to defeat them by putting your hands you know like grandpa seth said on the stone edge so they all do that and then all their heads start exploding the goblins and credence they start spewing and then that's the end of that and they go home we think and again it's got one of the most bizarre things so they end up going back home. Does Elliot come with him? I guess he does. I don't know. He was even in the fucking car. Or does he just go with the the popcorn lad? Well, the guy Credence as well. Does he come well, with? Him? No, he's still. They don't. They don't make. They don't ever explain what happened to him. The last you see of him, he was just covered in fucking popcorn. <laughs> Post coitus. At least he'll have a fun story to tell his mates when he gets home. Sure. I think it's a shame that definitely one, possibly two of his mates are dead. But. And now he's got like a fetish for fucking, the next time he gets a girlfriend or something or whoever he's going to fuck, he's like, sorry, I just can't come unless there's fucking corn and the cobs involved. <laughs> just like Credence. Then they go home, but as soon as they get home, like they haven't eaten anything, so they're fucking starving. As Holly says, like I'm starved, so starving I could eat a horse. But the dad doesn't go in the house. He says... He's all sweaty and stuff. He's not even had time to, like, have a shower or nothing. He goes, he can't wait to get away from his family because he goes, I'm just going to go to the office. <laughs> he fucks up. I don't know where Holly went. Where did she go? I presume she went off with Elliot, maybe? I guess so. Because <clears throat> then it's just, like, like it's just Joshua and his mum and the house. And for some reason, there's, like, some really nice juicy red apples cutting about, like, in a basket and in the fridge. And she's like, mmm, delicious apple. Or does she not find a baseball with more shit on it, like more green stuff on it? Or is that afterwards? Yeah, that's afterwards. He then, <laughs> she starts eating this apple, doesn't give a shit that her husband's decided not to go in and just fuck off to the office for some reason. <laughs> After the, um, the most traumatic experience that anyone's ever yeah, had. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I think I'll just go back to work. And then he's, she's like, do you not want this lovely apple? he must be hungry and he's like no i'm never gonna eat again for like 20 years so then she's like i'm gonna go have a shower and then what happens then so this is near the end of the movie he he goes to sleep right because he's tired he's like i'm gonna go to sleep 
I'm really tired, right, whatever, I'm not eating again. Then he wakes up and he's like, he's like, mom, where are you? He's looking for his mom. No one's in the house. And then he finds the baseball. He finds the baseball again. So I'm assuming the child, like, that was at the house swap did go there. Or they, they went there eventually from the town and left some apples for them. Very unclear, but... And then again, he only communicates via sludgy baseball writing. So then it says on the baseball, um, mm, you're, we've eaten your mum or something, which sounds disgusting. And then he's like freaking out. So he starts shouting, oh my God, where where's my mum? Mum, help. And he runs up the stairs. He goes into the shower and it's all green sludge. Like his mum's become a plant person. And he finds her. I don't know if it was in the kitchen or where it was. It's in the room. In the kitchen. Right. And it's like. Like on a worktop. <clears throat> yeah. And it's like really good shoot it is because you see her tits. I was going to say that's the weird. It's like she's moving. <laughs> but the tits are clearly fake as well. They look like turnips. So yeah. It's like her entire body's made out of slimy lettuce, except for her breasts, which are made out of slimy turnips. turnips. White turnips. Yeah. And you see the, the goblins eating her out. And um, <laughs> we're eating out your mum. And he says, they're the eating my mum. Yeah, and, the, and then the troll actually speaks. No, the troll, the fucking goblin. He's pure, mmm, 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 I'm eating your mum, delicious. And he looks up at Joshua and the last, this is the final, I shit you, <laughs> the final line in the movie. Mmm, she's delicious, Joshua. Do you want some? Or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some, Joshua? And then it ends with him screaming. The end. Where the fuck was Grandpa Seth? What was the fucking point in the entire movie? I thought he'd be against the power of goodness. I, do you know what? Maybe they weren't good so after all because that's why he's in hell. I don't get I mean, it. Yeah, we know Grandpa Seth wasn't good for a fact, but <laughs> he wasn't. In fact, I, I blame the whole thing on Grandpa Seth. It was probably his idea to, like, you know, he put the idea of goblins in Joshua's head. He, he probably orchestrated that whole trip to Nilbog. Actually, we forgot about that. The, you know how the scene where he goes to the, the store, the dad with the kids, yeah. he looks in the mirror, the rearview mirror of the car and sees the sign Nilbog and realises that Nilbog <laughs> is goblin spelled backwards. He's like, Dad, the town is spelled goblins. <laughs> His dad doesn't give a fuck. He's just He's so bored about reading vegetarian cookbook recipes. <laughs> he's falling asleep on the bench, doesn't give a shit. No bog. <laughs> so yeah, that's Troll 2. One of the best movies yes. I've ever seen. And I recommend it. Everyone watch it. It's amazing. I couldn't recommend it more. Uh, it is one of the worst films I've ever seen and I give it 10 out of 10. Yeah, definitely. 10 out of 10. I mean, it ends with goblins eating out his mum with turnip tits. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Credence is like, I get my power from Stonehenge. <laughs> Why Stonehenge? And what's it doing in like a really fucking shitty town in Maine, I'm presuming, in America? <laughs> Must be some sort of portal. I don't know why I'm trying to explain it. Basically, what I learned from this movie is that vegetarians are evil. Um, And yeah, basically, eat meat. It'll defeat the vegetarians. <laughs> Although not quite doesn't really work except that they will also eat meat <laughs> but turn it into veg first apparently yeah that doesn't make any fucking sense mark you're a goblin because you're a vegetarian 
I am. What you be on their side? <laughs> See if I mean, would you not feel better that they turned you into a plant first before they ate you? Because at least then it's it's a vegetarian. Well, no, because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like most vegetarians aren't vegetarians because they only want to eat plants. It's more so because they don't want to eat something that is like sentient or has been sentient. Plants, plants. Therefore, that doesn't really work. Mm, the whole movie doesn't work, but but yeah. also really does work. Yeah, I mean the soundtrack throughout the whole thing is like just that same synthesizer. But yeah, I want to learn. Do you know what we should do, Mark? We should learn that dance. Yes. Holly does. <laughs> Film it and put it on YouTube or something. <laughs> we should do our own version of it and then compare. Very, I can put it side by side. Like, get John to edit it. What? I'm very much up for that. Oh my god, yeah. We we should so try and do that. Um it's it's just so funny. Like that I love her t shirt as well, the Garfield night dress. Cause I used to wear stuff like that. <laughs> I had a nightdress, right? It was basically a long t-shirt, but I wore it as a nightdress that had the EK Town Centre on it. <laughs> <laughs> you just said EK Shopping Centre? I've no idea where my mum got that from. <laughs> she probably had a custom made. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, troll too. Um, yeah, so go and watch the documentary about it as well, like the best worst movie. Um, so I was so inspired by that afterwards that I went and bought like the t-shirt with Arnold on it saying, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to know what the fuck is on my t-shirt unless they've seen that movie. So, But I mean, if they've not seen it, they're missing out. So. No, definitely. It was just so good. Right. So what, what were your highlights of the film? Do you know what I was going to say? Like, can we talk about goblins like and myths? But I don't know. We don't really have time for that now. I can put it on the list, though. Did we already, we already spoke? Okay, put it on the list. We've spoke about the movie. Now let's talk about the myth. Yes. <laughs> Are there actual goblins, like Gar- Grandpa Seth said? <laughs> and I don't only, think <laughs> only the dad from the film would apparently know. He's the logical person to ask. No, but he had no idea. He's like, I have no idea what you're talking. That the dad was one of my favorite characters. I have to say, like, don't piss on hospitality. Like, he's just so oblivious the whole time. <laughs> Isn't that a bit suspicious that he just wanted to go to the office? It's almost like he knew. Maybe he's a goblin. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but he certainly didn't give a shit about his wife turning in. Like, he left his wife and kid there, not even like to say, oh, God, let's process that horrific holiday we just had. No, I'm just fucking off to work. It's the first thing you do. My, um, yeah, my favourite mm-hmm. character was definitely the mum. Right. Because just everything she said was within and hilarious. And I don't yeah. know, my favourite scene is either the entirety of the creatures showing up on TV and then being in the cabin <laughs> and having popcorn sex, or well, Grandpa Seth's giant head <laughs> refuses to go talk to the mum because she won't believe him because she never listens to him. Yeah, but I think, I think if you've seen your dad's head floating in a mirror, that that'd be quite convincing. Would <laughs> it not? Apparently and then not. saying I'm sorry I don't know the layout of this house you got the wrong room grandpa no I think he deliberately chose that room so he could like you know pair of on his granddaughter doing that dance because that's <laughs> why he's in hell because he's a fucking nonce and why would he terrorise his grandson with stories about goblins anyway I just the whole thing is fucked up <laughs> <laughs> he's six I'm presuming imagine 
your dad, right? Imagine Ronnie said to my child, well, I'm going to tell you a story about the fucking brownies. I mean, that could realistically happen, let's be honest. Because remember, your dad is a brownie, so, you know, I'd be aware about that. Watch yourself. My dad is a brownie, and also when we were wee, if we thought there was uh, monsters anywhere Scrabble in the room, eggs. as children are wont to do, where if my mum came in, she'd always be like, oh no, we'll check under there. Oh no, it's all fine, there's nothing there, go back to sleep. My dad would go, ah, ah, and he would the things and pretend to be being dragged into it and killed. To That's 100% tells the story of the goblins. <laughs> That's definitely something my dad would do as well. Like he actually did pretend that there was a, one of my dolls was going to kill me with a knife. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's where I get my dark sense of humour from. <laughs> I find that funny now. It wasn't then. But yeah, um, yeah, Troll Two, fucking brilliant. Definitely watch it. Highly recommend. It's one of my favourite films I've ever watched. Honestly. What what are we gonna do for next week then, pal? Um, the list has been rejigged and reordered. Woo. Yay! Or randomised, if you will. I'm going to go for right. What's it between one and what? What's the highest? Uh, one number? and thirty-one. Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine is trickster myths. Ooh. Myths. See, this is good because then we're going back into the myths things. I think we've kind of come away from that for a bit. So trickster myths, like, so you're talking like low-key. Trickster God of the Norse, like just jokers, yeah. goblins, but they are, I don't know if they're tricksters. I don't know. We shall find out. And then Internet- we've got to be better than fucking internet pranksters, the worst scum of the earth. Strong. You know, you know that Missy guy? Have you heard of him? Nope. Oh, it's probably best that you don't. There's also a guy called Johnny Somali who was terrorising, pissing off Japanese people until he was finally knocked out by a tourist and then arrested. He's jail. still in jail. All YouTubers should be knocked out. Yeah, I mean, it's just really lame. It's like people... Remember, there was a guy in America that got shot. He actually got shot when he was trying to do a YouTube prank on someone by just playing some mad noise on his phone at this poor deli- like this delivery guy who was clearly terrorised and maybe not all right in the head. He might have been autistic or something. I'm not saying that like autistic people are violent, but it, it might have triggered something. And, you know people have guns in america and he was in the shopping mall and he was just like constantly playing this stupid noise down the phone at him until he said like back off mate go away leave me alone and then he eventually just brought out a gun and shot him in the no. shopping mall i was like good guess you won't be playing annoying noises in people's faces yeah but the poor guy ended up getting in the jail for that not for shooting the guy but for shooting inside the mall because technically the judge is like, well, you were right to shoot that cunt, but you shouldn't have shot him in a shopping mall, so you've got to go to jail now, sorry. No. For two years, and then the guy was in the hospital bed, and he was being interviewed, and he's like, yeah, I'll just, that's not going to deter me, I'm still going to go out and do pranks again. Let's end it there. And, yeah, trickster gods. Indeed. Hey, Mark. Indeed. That's us finished. Um, Thank you for listening to all that nonsense. Except that it's not nonsense, and again, you should go watch it yourself. Yeah, I mean, you can get it on any street in um, Fire Sticks or whatever. You can rent it off Amazon or something. You can even buy the DVDs or special editions. <laughs> um, it's probably most of it's on YouTube as well. Actually, no, maybe just that scene where he's like, "Oh my god, 
um there were sequels to this movie but they had absolutely nothing again like the this that that's not a sequel to troll none of the sequels to that film had anything to do with troll 2 <laughs> as a completely different plot and wasn't anything to do with goblins and one of them was like a medieval fantasy as well it's like what's what the fuck so i know what i'm gonna do oh my god they're eating my mom <laughs>